Welcome to Mind Wealth with Yaliz Ruzgar and David Allen Kogan. Mind Wealth is a podcast that will expand and provide new ways of thinking and seeing the world around you. Listen with an open mind, and you may discover your life might just take a different course. Now, let's challenge the way you think. Here we are at Mind Wealth Podcast with Yaliz Ruzgar and David Allen Kogan, episode number three. And the topic today is masculine and feminine energies and how do we find the balance? That's a great question. I think people have been asking that for probably 100,000 years, probably. Most probably. And David, it's such a beautiful lead. I love the way you lead. Beautiful start. How are you, my friend? <laughs> I'm doing great. Nice to see you again. You look lovely. Uh, Thank you. I'm, I'm blessed to be here <laughs> in this uh, safe, uh, with this safe masculine leadership. And uh, I, I, I feel good here. I can be me. I can be weird. I can mess up. So um, thank you for your presence. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's been a pleasure to be here too. So let's see, where do we begin? Humans are humans, people are people, but they're not the same. And women and men are certainly, I don't want to say completely different, but pretty darn close just to how we see the world, how we interact with the world, how we interpret things. And um, I always like to say ladies first. Um, to give some commentary. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> I can be assertive. I can take the leadership too. I, I think I can do that. <laughs> uh, thank you for that. Yes, I love this topic, um, being feminine and masculine, all these energies. You know, there, I'm sure there are some of our listeners are not have never been exposed to these terms. So simply what we're talking about here is the aspects of how we think feel and do things mm -hmm. so in our like when we look at our intellect we have our analytical intellect like the way that we add numbers and the way that we name things how we judge and make separation so there is this side of our intellect that can create me versus you mm. and also we have another intellect that's called emotional intelligence mm -hmm. in that it's all about emotions. It's all about heart. Look at the way that I'm even sounding. My voice gets <laughs> softer. <laughs> it's more about soul. It's more about seeing everything united, looking from a holistic approach. It's about mercy. So there's this side of us in our brain uh, simply the analytical mind actually not the brain but our mind analytical mind yeah. um judges things all the time it needs to see the differences so it can create some sort of a, an information out of it and the other part of our mind is emotional intelligence and that part it's all about the creation the colors the music and there's no time there it's all about oneness and it's all about we there's no me or you it's all we yeah, yeah. we need both sides so the, the, the way that i describe it it's it's, it's simply a psychology it's simply society. like any kind of science that you would look into you can find this information however this yeah. information has been out there for over three thousand years 
you know, like it's been there. In the ancient times, they would call it the feminine energy and the masculine energy. If you go to Japan, there is this concept of macrobiotics, seeing everything as a whole big macro, um, macro cell. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure our listeners have seen this yin and yang, like the black part and the white part right. all together. Right. Absolutely. Um, simply... We are human beings and we constantly want to uh, create meaning out of things. We saw the moon that didn't have its own light. We called it like the dark. We called it yin. We called it woman, feminine aspect. And then we saw the sun. It has its light and it's, it provides, it's, it, it gives us uh, out light. It even gives light to the moon so that it would shine. So we call that masculine. Mm-hmm. And so not only like in human beings, um, we all have it and we see feminine and masculine aspects in everything, even in food. Um, interesting concept macrobiotics is, and it looks as the food as a, as consciousness. Mm-hmm. But come on, you gave me the microphone, and I'm so much <laughs> in my feminine energy now, and I can talk forever. You have to stop me somewhere because I know that you have a lot of wisdom in this too. <laughs> That's the whole concept, right? It's like guys, uh, <laughs> men, masculine, or hunters, conquerors. They're out. You, let's use hunting for example. You know, hunting. You have to be quiet. You have to be targeted. You have to be laser guided, means you have these blinders on. You're not seeing the whole world. You're seeing just one thing. Whereas the women were the, the gatherers, collecting food, preparing food, sharing and talking, 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 talking. Right. Nothing's changed. You know, sharing things or what could be eaten, what shouldn't be eaten, uh, what's going on in, in the community where the, the men were very quiet. And it's kind of an interesting thing because, as you see, it hasn't changed. The most difficult thing is that men want women to be like men and vice versa. And right, that's where right, right. that's where we All get in conflict. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> why can't she just? And why can't he just be like me? <laughs> yeah, and it is an energy too, because you can have a man who has a feminine energy, and you can have a woman who has a masculine energy. And I think it's—I don't know personally—I think it's difficult for women more so than men because women have to get into this masculine world to be involved in working and climbing this, the ladder of success and so forth, but yet be feminine and raise a family and be nurturing to the man and to the children right, and right. be able to turn this on and off. And I think, right. that's the, so tell me a little bit about that. How, what's your feeling around that concept? Sure. Uh, my belief is around, I think we have the same um, belief that we all are one. We're coming from a big one uh, soul or big one, whatever you would name it. And then there was this big bang and uh, the soul got divided into two. It was the feminine aspect and the masculine aspect. So once our consciousness come onto this world, it's, it's everything is, is, has duality. That's how we know things how we can differentiate things or even while we are giving meaning to something we need to see what's different as well as while we're looking for the similar things similarities Mm -hmm. so i believe that uh, all women 
um, are connected and we are one and we're part of a soul. So all women are soulmates. It's not only men and women, but all women are soulmates and all men are soulmates as well. Um, if we can start to think and see everything as whole and know that the girl that really bugs me, the girl that's pulling my hair, the girl that doesn't want to give me the crown is actually another me. <laughs> then everything yes. shifts, you know? <laughs> yes, 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 exactly. Because what you shared is like having women and uh, tapping into their uh, masculine mode. Um, or we can be wounded, like uh, maybe our hearts are hurt. Maybe we've seen a lot of cruelty in life, so we lose trust. And when feminine energy doesn't feel like they're uh, safe, then we tap into our masculine mode. We want to protect ourselves and, uh, you know, we want to rebel, we want to fight. But in essence, a feminine energy, it's all about love. It's all about, you know, light and peace and uh, joy. So I would say like the feminine energy is like our heart and our soul. And the masculine side is our mind. But this has nothing to do with being women or men. Yeah. Man has the feminine side and the masculine side. So if you right. would take away the words of energy and feminine and masculine, we can again go back to the norm of analytical mind and emotional intelligence. So we both have our right hemisphere of our brain and the left as well. Mm -hmm. The one that we use more becomes our general way of thinking, feeling, and doing things. Mm -hmm. If we are more goal-driven, and just like you said, like if you're after that goal or that hunt and we are really quiet and really focused on where we're going to go and how we're going to do it, if we are strategic about it, then we are using our analytical mind and we're in time, we're checking the time, when to do the meeting, when to schedule. There's this constant creating strategy. That means it could be a woman or man. We're using our analytical mind, which is the masculine side. Or we can totally lose time and then, you know, smell the flowers, be late to the meeting and then right. you know, see the colors of the uh, trees and, and, oh my God, look at those shoes. They're so beautiful. But then we need to be at that meeting at two o'clock, but there I am 3 p.m. still shopping for those shoes, you know? Right. <laughs> so that's the extreme part. What is the best? Uh, I think the best would be um, being in a dance in between and seeing and feeling the other person that, you know, next to you and becoming one unit if you're in a relationship, you know, being aware of where the other person is. If, if the other person is in his masculine, then, you know, come from your feminine aspect. Or if you feel like your man or your woman is more in his feminine, then you can take the lead and go forward. You know, like you can be that masculine energy. It's, it's an energy. It's a dance in between. I wouldn't yeah. say like being feminine is, you know, the ideal way or we're connected to the universe, you know, all those things. So I would say, but I'm not going to go there. <laughs> <laughs> You'd like to. I <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I think what you're what I'm taking from you is is the word polarity. You know, it's it's right. like you have a battery, it has to have a positive and negative side to it. And here you have the masculine and feminine. It gets in a danger zone when you have two feminine together and you have a danger zone if you have two masculine, you know, because it's like two rams hitting each other. We get confused by how people look. You could look very feminine, but you could really have a masculine kind of edge to you. 
and right. people can get uh, the wrong message by visual as opposed to how that real energy is and how someone commands a room or commands a meeting or commands a friendship or, or whatever. And I think there's also this societal expectation, I think, you know, if, if a man is too feminine, you know, if he's helping out changing diapers and he's allowing the woman to do X, Y, Z, then his friends or, or coworkers may say, Hey, you know, your, your, your girl's running the roost here. Like who's in charge, who's wearing the pants and vice versa. If, if the woman feels controlled or if she feels that she doesn't have a voice, then she can go into that masculine and start emasculating the male. And you you have this, you know, this, this constant switch. So you're right. I think it is a continual kind of balance and, logical being more male and emotional being more feminine. Mm -hmm. Um, And we tend to take those on from time to time. And, but again, I think society also plays a role about judging us of like what energy we are supposed to be, you know, if you're the man of the house or, and you're a woman, you do X, Y, Z or cultural, cultural things around the world are completely different. Right. So, you know, America is different than Europe, Middle East, Asia. So how, you know, how do you deal with that going forward in terms of allowing people to be who they really are? Absolutely. That's, that's absolutely. And that's a great question. You know, like if you, if we think about what would be the ideal in terms of like the feminine energy, a healthy feminine energy would be someone using 80% of uh, his or her, because it can be in a male format. It doesn't have to be in a woman format again. Right. Using more of the emotional intelligence, so 80% feminine energy and 20% masculine. And depending on the context, this can change, but as an average of 80% feminine energy to 20 is um, described as uh, having a healthy feminine energy. And it's the same thing with the masculine one in a man or a woman format. The ideal and the healthy is like 80 to 20. So 80% would be uh, on the more analytical and going after a goal, being on time, and 20 would be more connected with emotions. And so being a healthy masculine doesn't mean that you need to be cruel, that you don't have emotions. You know, it's having and knowing those emotions, but being able to lead them is a healthy uh, masculine uh, energy. And do you feel that maybe society, maybe work, maybe... Um, kind of, I'll say, external things affect people to not live who they really are at their core. Like you may have a guy who's very feminine at his core, but he's got to be tough at work or in, in front of other people. And same with a woman. She may be very feminine at her core, but can't be perceived to be uh, too feminine in her workplace, Like let's say. And she has right. to be tough and she's a manager of people and you know she has to command a presence and have leadership. And that may not be from the emotional point of view. And, and if she gets emotional, then she's looked at as being weak. Very true. I absolutely agree. And that's called our masks in time. Like uh, there is the core energy, which is our essence, whether it's feminine or masculine. But then later on, first we start to put those masks in our families, like our mother and our father, even the questions they ask 
ask us that's how we know how to receive love or that's how we know if we're worthy like if your parents are asking you what did you do today and this question becomes a constant question about doing then you become a doer to receive love or to feel um valuable like it's it's about doing so it's more of you are raising a masculine child mm -hmm. or imagine that your parents are constantly asking you so i'm talking about the edges at the moment yep. if your parents are constantly asking you how are you feeling today darling you know what would you like to do but instead of that how would you like to feel you know it's it, then you are raising a feminine soul Yeah. Um, again, like, what would you like to do? How would you like to feel? And uh, what would be the ideal for you giving the choice to the kid? Then the soul can express itself. And you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. And what just made me think a little bit deeper is what is the, the more powerful force? You know, is it the spiritual part? Let's say the soul, who, what you really are, what you're made up of to let it shine? Or is it a psychology, like you said, a conditioning of how you're brought up? Does that, which one has the power? Is, <laughs> you know, which one is the truth? Or do they fight uh, it out? I think we're getting our power after uh, 12 or 13 years old, because right. then, dun, 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 whatever happened to us, then we are getting directly connected to the universe. And now we can do what the hell, whatever we want to do with whatever we got through our parents or even through our conditionings. Mm -hmm. But if we are not aware of this, if we are not aware of um, intellectually that we can choose to become whoever we want to be, or if we are not aware of the spiritual aspects of that now we're connected to the universe and we are free to do or to be however we'd love to be. If you don't know this, then we follow what our parents taught us or whatever our teachers taught us and we just be that. Yeah. Uh, however, in life, then we get to attract, um, you know, I'm sure you heard this a lot, like, oh my gosh, she constantly dates her dad, you know, like we constantly mm -hmm. yeah. attract those, that masculine um, energy, or I'm sure a lot of my uh, girlfriends is gonna, they're gonna feel related with that. Um, <laughs> oh, this guy is looking for her mother. I'm not her, his mother, you know? Right, right. Right? So what happens is our unconscious is constantly looking to create a hole with the mother or with the father. But knowing that after the ages of 12 and 13, now we're directly connected to our soul. So we get loved and we get our value from the world, from the universe, whatever you name it, light, God, you know, the soul. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, the way that we are conditioned, we don't, have to, we don't have to be our past. We don't have to be our parents or, you know, we're totally good and we're totally perfect who we are as we are. Through you and I, I know we've been involved in the personal development field. So we've been ex exposed to these philosophies and psychological uh, um, studies and, and um, information and so forth. But someone who really hasn't, How do you make someone like that open their eyes to this type of energy so that they can have better relationships and they can have uh, a better life of how they look at the world instead of being in judgment and an expectation and, you know, a lot of negative kind of approach to it and what they're 
they think things should be like? Wow, that's an amazing question. Let me think. <laughs> I think the easiest, uh, I think the easiest would be check in with yourself. Are you happy? That's a very simple question. Am I happy in this moment when I'm in this business? Am I happy while I'm doing this? Or am I happy or am I feeling love or joy when I'm in this situation? So the easiest would be checking within, like how am I feeling? What's going on within? If I'm feeling like there is frustration or there is anger or there is judgment or it's a lot of pushing and it's not flowing, that means I'm not in my core energy. That means right. I'm using something that's, that's not my essence. Got it. Very good. Yeah, I, I, I think that's an amazing answer. I think looking at how you feel is the solution to, if you can look in your inside, you, you then are looking at your outside because if you're feeling a certain way, that's the vibe that you're most likely putting out. So if you're feeling comfortable or centered, that would be the vibe that other people would pick up on. And right. I guess another word for that might be authentic. Yes, I love that. Right? I love that. If you're being authentic that. and if you're feminine at your core and you're being feminine, then you're feeling authentic. And that's that I feel is like the power of attraction when you're being real. It's when you're not real causes more chaos, I think, because then you have coping methods, then you have conflicts, even inner conflicts, where you're going through life where your head and your heart aren't kind of aligned and you're going this way where your body wants to go that way, so to speak, where your spirit wants to go this way and your mind wants to go that way. And that causes anxiety and depression and all these things because you're not congruent in your thinking. And right. Right. so I, I think... Mm. Another thing to, for people who hasn't been to personal growth or, you know, that, that they're not in these, um, they're not much exposed to this terminology would be check in with their relationships. Like mm. they can go back in time and check their relationships. If uh, everything is starting with a lot of passion, but then it's fading out after the sixth or the seventh month, Mm -hmm. around like the eighth month mm -hmm. and then still staying in the relationship but as an average of ending around like the second year that means you are not getting into a relationship with your core energy that means you're getting into a relationship with your mind mm, that's it. right because what happens is you cannot you cannot fake who you are you know in the beginning maybe you can use your mask and if you're getting into a relationship with your mask that relationship is going to end no matter what, whether on the eighth month or the second year. But this is this is through the um, the research that I read. Yeah. Um, those are the times that we we feel like, okay, this is it. You know, I'm gonna be me. But then the partner goes like, who the, who is this person? You know, what's going on? We, we didn't start like this. What's happening here? You're fine you a minute ago. <laughs> exactly. Like uh, you didn't need me in the beginning of the relationship, but now you sound very needy. What's happening? You know, yeah. <laughs> and the fights start. <laughs> right. 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 No, that that's a that's a big point. And um, and. And I think a lot of people get together and they have these kind of fake facades because they want to be accepted or they want to be loved or they, they just want to, you know, um, be worth 
something to somebody. Right, right. So they, right. they analyze the other person to see, well, who does that person want me to be? And I'll paint myself that way. So then, oh, I won, but actually you lose because you, you can waste an enormous amount of time uh, and get frustrated. Right. And unfortunately, go do the same thing again. Right, exactly, exactly. We go on to these loops constantly because then we want to feel loved and we want to feel like we're, we're worth it. So we put on our mask because it has worked in the past. Right. So we tend to do it, but it doesn't last. Whatever you did in the past, if it's not authentic, it's not going to last. Wow, right. I'm becoming really lyrical yep. now. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about feminine energies. <laughs> <sighs> no, so, um, and I was just also thinking in, in the sense of men and women and how they approach um, getting things done in the world um, mm. are usually approached in a very different way or can be approached in a very different way. Uh, what do you suggest from a male-female energy if two people have to work together but approach something completely different? How do you find that center? You know, it could be in a relationship where, you know, you want to buy a home or you want to move or you want to you know, do something different or you want to go have a, a dinner and you have to decide, is it, a, is it Italian? Is it Greek? Is how, how do you feel the man and women should approach that center? Mm, that's a brilliant, you have these amazing questions tonight <laughs> or this morning for you, tonight for me. That's a beautiful question. I think, um... I think like being in now, like being aware of where you are. If you're in your mind, most probably you will pick a fight if the guy next to you is asking you, you know, like, do you want to eat that or do you want to eat this? Like generally, feminine energy wants to be led and feminine energy likes being um, ordered but not controlled. Um, So if... I am being in my feminine energy, but if I'm in my mind, this could create a fight. So the balance would be if I'm in my mind, know that the person next to me is someone that I love. You know, if it's bothering me, maybe even going back and asking myself, if something outside of me is bothering me, it could be my business partner or my intimate partner. That means there's a growth opportunity for me. So controlling the mind and emotions would, you know, create that unity and uh, peace in between the communication. That's how I see it. Or even for the guy, you know, maybe the woman is constantly talking and constantly making like oh i want to do this and then she changed her mind no i actually want to do that oh i don't want to do that now but can we do it later on sometime constantly changing her mind if the guy is in his head and it's if he's about the goal or how to you know set the tone of the day or going after the meetings then he might you know be harsh with the woman and saying like woman like just make a decision and then you know he can pick up a fight yeah at that yeah. moment remembering that if something outside of us bothering us it's about us it's not about the other person so it might be a good time to practice patience and mm. you know being more compassionate so that would grow the man uh, spiritually and then it's the same thing with women 
If the guy wants you to make a decision, you know, if he's asking those questions, so, and if you're feeling like, why can't he be the man? Why can't he, you know, decide it? Mm-hmm. That means there's a growth, a soul growth opportunity for the woman because you can take leadership, you know, you can make a decision and right. then this is a great time to do that. You can support your man. It does, he doesn't have to lead all the time. So I see everything as a learning experience, like how can I grow in this moment with the challenge that I'm being exposed to? Yeah, and I think to kind of sum it up, I feel um, communication is is a big key here because- Love it. Communicate how you receive love, communicate how you, you know, what kind of things do you need to stay in your feminine? If you're truly a feminine woman and you want to feel feminine, you want to communicate, hey, you know what? I love to have somebody open up a door for me. I love that someone makes a reservation or not makes a reservation, but maybe gives me a couple of choices and allows me then to have a voice to say, no, you know what? Why don't you decide? Or mm. or I'll take the Italian. That'll be great. Um, and, a, and a guy can communicate to the woman what's important to keep him in the masculine so that he doesn't right, uh, right. you know emasculated and uh, oh my god she's you know she's controlling me and you know and you have this kind of emotional fight and often uh, what happens is is people don't communicate and they're just quiet and then they yes. get resentment and then they build up more expectation in their head and then what it happens is after a month of that someone will drop a fork and that will, <laughs> that will be the launch of the last month of all these crazy things that you never do this and you never do that. And how come, and why can't you? And, and it gets crazy. And then, you know, of course you have two people who really care about each other. Suddenly they want to, you know, run each other over with an SUV and it's, and it's not great, but uh, right, so right. what do you think would work? Actually, before you go there with your brilliant questions, I have a question for you. (laughs) Okay. What would be an ideal feminine for a masculine energy? Like like how would a man feel um, that he wants to provide or he wants to uh, stand up for his woman? Like what's the key? to get into a man's heart, you know, like what are the attributes of a woman that men would love to see so that, uh, you know, uh, they could be in, in their masculine energy? I would say there's that whole nurturing part of things. There's the whole nurturing and then there's the whole beauty part of it. You know, when a woman, doesn't matter if she's tall, thin, whatever, it doesn't matter, but if she dresses or acts feminine, sense of how she presents herself with that feminine energy where it's it's very nurturing it's very loving it could be a hand on the shoulder it could be a kiss on the cheek it could be a hand on the face hey honey how are you those type of things just make men melt like they just melt if it's softness even if it's an argument like if it, i feel like if a woman cries it's like oh oh my god look i i you know it's like you just did the worst thing possible in the world. But if you get a fight back and finger pointing and, and that, that cre- that's now I'm in a fight. Now, now, it, now it's right. two, two rams hitting heads and that's just going to bring out more of that masculine. 
So it's almost like, I think when a woman gets in her feminine, the guy almost switches a little bit as well, where he becomes softer and he becomes calmer. And he right. almost gets out of that, that control conquering, do my way or the highway. And it's like, hey, babe, whatever you need, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you have actually given a lot of beautiful things and yeah. looking back into that personal growth part that we were talking about and there's this concept of neurolinguistic programming and it simply for the ones that, that doesn't know it simply it says like there are ways that we get information in it could be visual like or it could be auditory or it could be kinesthetic. And right. what you were sharing uh, in a minute ago, you described as a woman in a visual way and then you described a touch. So it's giving a lot of indication towards a masculine man or men loving the visual and kinesthetic aspect yeah. uh, of being um, related to. And if I would look into a woman, we like to be heard. So it's more about auditory, auditory digital. So just like what you shared with me, inspired me to think that men are more visual and kinesthetic. So probably women taking care of how they look, but this doesn't mean that they have to be models like you said. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's just, you know, taking care of themselves and their um, softness, like their face, their muscles, maybe getting a massage or going for a walk with girls, you know, like being soft in that communication. Right, exactly. So we're, we're up against our time here for today. We could talk about... Oh, no, I want to talk and talk and talk. <laughs> talk, 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 talk. <laughs> I know you have much more to say and, uh, and I'd love to hear it, but we'll have to go till next time. But I think this has love been it. A, a wonderful conversation and I always appreciate speaking with you on any level. And, uh, and so until Same next here. time, we'll, uh, we'll see you again real soon. Looking forward to it. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, so this has been Mind Wealth with Yulise Wizgar and David Allen Kogut. We'd love to hear your input on this subject, especially. This is, a very, this is a great subject. So until next time, we'll see you very soon. Thank you for listening to Mind Wealth with Yulise Wizgar and David Allen Kogut. We hope you found it thought-provoking. Please follow on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And share your stories and questions. We want to hear from you. Until next time. Remember, things are not always as they seem.